0: you are listening to the critical mass radio show orange county's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to ceos who are leading middle market companies with your host richard franzi
1: hello and welcome to orange county's longest running business talk show i am your host rick franzi and we have a very good show planned for you today why do you ask because brenda rodriguez who is the executive director For Affordable Housing Clearinghouse is our guest today. Hi, how are you today? I'm so
0: excited to be here. This is the kickoff um, to Hispanic Heritage Month. And so this is our first full week. And as a Latina Executive Director, I'm very happy to represent our nonprofit organization.
1: And we're honored to have you here. So let's talk about you and the organization. Let's go back kind of with the origin story, Brenda. Tell me, what was the motivation or your path to the organization?
0: You know, I come from um, a family of immigrants. And so my mom always instilled in us a, um, a duty to serve, whether it was at our church or volunteering in the community. And so as um, as the housing crisis came up in uh, in early 2000s, I started to look at what other opportunities would be available for me. Um all of our families, um, all of the children in our family—I'm the oldest of six. They're all homeowners, and so um, I thought, you know what? Focusing on how ownership in Orange County would be something relevant to what we do. I would be serving the community, and I'd be bringing my skill set as well as a bilingual speaker. I think it's important to be able to connect with the community, and so this opportunity became available. And I signed up, and lo and behold, um, I was selected to come and lead the organization.
1: And um, what have you learned since you've taken on the executive director role about the organization? And then we're going to talk about your mission here in a minute. But before we get to the mission, what did you learn that maybe you didn't know before you took over?
0: Um, that this is, you know, this is God's work. It's a, it's a challenge, but it's a very important challenge because we are serving disenfranchised um, communities in Orange County and the surrounding areas, homeownership is a way to become stable and to reinvest in yourself and the community you're in, whether it's in your local schools or even the city council. Um, So there's a lot of opportunity here. And for me, one of the most challenging um, responsibilities that I took on was being able to identify where the needs of the population were um, as it relates to home ownership. And one of the things that we found is that financial literacy is one of the key um, skills that families need to better understand in order to be able to begin the journey of home ownership. The other thing I guess I would say is that there's not a lot of inventory in the immediate area that we're in, and that becomes a challenge. And so um, building a, a good team I have found is very important. It helps you become effective and having excellent partnerships, um, collaborative partners that can understand um, my, not just my vision, but also can connect with the, with the mission of the organization. Um, so I think that those are some of the, some of the things that I've learned along the way. And we have strong partnerships with other nonprofits with some of our lenders um, and um, several other stakeholders as well.
1: So let's talk about the mission for Affordable Housing Clearinghouse. What is the mission, vision of the organization, please?
0: The mission of Affordable Housing um, Clearinghouse is to collaborate with community stakeholders to serve moderate, low income, and very low income and special needs population. Um, We offer financial education, home ownership opportunities, and resources. And then we also provide a forum for education, partnerships, and innovative solutions addressing um, community needs. So that's the mission of our organization. Our vision really is to create a future where families live in stable, affordable housing.
1: How do you do that?
0: Well, the first part really is to to build community with our um, our stakeholders, and that includes partnerships with um, um, organizations that represent renters, um, lend, the lending community, because as lenders, they have a responsibility under the Community Reinvestment Act of 1977 mm-hmm. to give back to the very. Um, cities and areas where they have branches and take deposits. And so we have really worked hard to solidify those partnerships. And those Im- involve entities um, such as some of our funders that include uh, First Citizens Bank, Sterling Bank and Trust, um, Enterprise Bank and Trust, certainly U.S. Bank, and a number of others um, as far away as uh, Farmers and Merchants, and um, even uh, close um, Even closer to us, we have um, other lenders that work with us um, as well as nonprofits, um, Bank of California, uh, AOF Pacific, who also serves on our board. Um, So that's one of the first things that we need to do is make sure that we have good partners in the community. Um, I also serve on various boards, and that gives me an entree as to what's happening um, in the rental sphere. Um, Do we have enough rentals? Are the needs of the affordable rental community being met? Um, We do have an annual affordable housing awards breakfast where we recognize developers, and this is co-sponsored with Orange County Community Housing as well as the Kennedy Commission. Um, So all of these partnerships are really important to ensure that we are not just meeting um, the mission of the organization, but we're also involved and engaged in making sure that um, that we have a a bird's-eye view, I guess, of what's happening and where the needs are.
1: As a layperson, it seems to me, Brenda, that your challenge has gotten even more difficult uh, over the past few years. So I'm wondering what has been the impact of COVID both on your organization but then also on your mission of helping people secure stable housing?
0: Well, the, the impact of COVID um, has been severe and deep in the community. A lot of what some of our clients have faced is um, the risk of foreclosure. As a HUD um, housing counseling agency, we're one of the few organizations that currently address foreclosure prevention. And so we currently received a grant from Wells Fargo Foundation to help us provide one-on-one counseling to families who are at risk of losing their homes. Last year, we also worked with the city of Irvine um, with a uh, emergency services grant to help renters who might be at risk of losing their rental units um, as a result of COVID. We received so many calls, Rick, um, you can't even imagine Um, We had calls from families that needed help. Sometimes it was uh, food insecurity. Um, Sometimes it was eviction. And because we're a um, HUD-approved housing counseling agency, we're able to help some of these families get back on track by providing uh, financial literacy or one-on-one counseling where we can help them get back on track, developing a budget and evaluating or assessing how their um, income is is being um, spent, and what um, changes, what behavioral changes they might be able to make in order to prevent um, eviction or um, foreclosure, and them um, ending up on the streets, which is definitely what we want to help prevent. And so the the need has been um, deep. I think this is a good time for developers to consider um, additional housing opportunities such as affordable home ownership. Um, But the other thing that we did was we did a lot of outreach in highly um, more densely populated cities um, like the City of um, Anaheim. We were able to set up a table and provide resources to the community to ensure that they knew that they could come to our organization um, and receive help whether It had to do with financial literacy or um, some of the other resources that we offer through our website.
1: Southern California is maybe uh, a unique problem for affordable housing, isn't it? I mean, it really is a difficult problem to solve here in Southern California and Orange County in particular, isn't it, Brenda?
0: It is, and one organization can't do it all. Um, so we're—I look at ourselves as one piece of the solution. Um, as an organization, we're um, we're able to provide our services in multiple languages. We offer our services in English, in Spanish, and also Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Um, we think it's important to reflect the community that we serve, um, and not just in-house as far as our staff. But I also think it's important to ensure that the board of directors is also a diverse body. And so they can bring in their varying perspectives and share with us what's happening in the areas that they're operating in or with the partnerships that they have in place. And this always helps us um, better understand what else is coming down the pike, how can we be better prepared and what additional training or capacity building um, we need to engage in in order to be efficient and to be able to serve the needs that that we need to address.
1: So if if you're you're on the you got your finger on the pulse of this issue, I'm wondering are there other trends or things that you haven't had a chance to talk about yet here on Critical Mass Business Talk Show that you're seeing that are either positive green shoots of opportunity for solving this problem, at least a part of it, or The other way, making it even more difficult for you and your partners to be able to solve affordable housing in the crisis that we have in Orange
0: County. Well, there's a lot of um, different challenges and and different opportunities. And so one of the things that we're seeing is that we've seen there's an exodus of the the workforce, right? We're seeing a lot of um, families that are looking to live outside of Orange County, even though they may be employed here. Um, And that's one of the trends that has been taking up. Um, You see a lot of families that are moving to places like the Inland Empire. They're probably one of the fastest growing areas um, here in Southern California. Um, We are also seeing an increase in the housing prices and even a decrease in the amount of inventory that's available. So even though families um, may have funds set aside to use for down payment, just the, there's a lack of affordable um, home ownership inventory. There are, there are insufficient number of uh, homes available for families who qualify. And what we're seeing is that there's a, a lot of um, lenders who are um, developing programs. Sometimes they're called special purpose credit programs that they're making available for the community. And if, if you um, connect with nonprofits like ourselves or go to the hud.gov website, You can identify other nonprofits that may have partnerships with some of these lenders that offer special purpose credit programs. And these are important because they're really designed to help families who have already started to save money and are steadfast and laser focused on becoming homeowners in order to bridge that um, that wealth gap and become um, more housing stable. So those are some of the things that, that we're seeing Um, We're seeing a lot more partnerships between cities and um, it's a great, it's a great time for counties to reevaluate and assess their down payment assistance that they make available to the public with the increase in housing prices. It's more important now than ever to have down payment assistance programs that not just low income families can take advantage of, but also middle income families. And luckily We're fortunate um, in that we have an opportunity to um, to share some of these programs with the public and we're able to qualify or at least ensure that the families who are looking to become homeowners meet the eligibility criteria that's available. Um, So again, an increase in um, down payment assistance programs, a decrease in inventory and a lack of affordable housing and an exodus of the workforce um, here in Orange County to other areas where they may find more affordable properties.
1: So if I were to ask you this question, Brenda, is there an answer? What is considered affordable?
0: (laughs) It depends on who you ask and it it depends on where where you want to purchase. Um, What's affordable? Or a very low income. I mean, a, a low income family is probably is in the half a million mark right now. Um, but if you if you bring in realtors, are they able to find um, condos even in that price range? Um, it's less likely. And so that's what we're we're looking at. Um, 20 years ago, the um, median priced home was about 689 thousand. We're upwards of 800 thousand today. And so, you know, it makes it very, very difficult for families to do it on their own. Um, it's nearly impossible, especially with these uh, prices that we're seeing right now. And we, we really haven't seen a significant decrease, um, but we're, we're still considering um, other programs that we can layer together so that we can help families who need more than just one down payment assistance program. Maybe they need closing costs or perhaps they, they want grants uh, or grants would help put them over um, the edge.
1: Yeah, this seems like such a pernicious problem, challenge, crisis that we have here in Orange County. Um, and- it
0: is. I mean, where do the where do the students go? Um, right. you know, how how are employers able to retain their employees if they find that um, that they have to purchase outside of Orange County, then they can no longer stay? Our intellectual capital capital is at risk, right? Um, so there's all these different factors that affect how we live and how productive we can become in our economy and our workforce. Um, if without affordable um, home it makes it a big challenge and it's not just in academia, but it's also in um, for small businesses. We have a lot of corporations here that um, that have workers and they need a place to live. It's it's where workers go home to rest their heads.
1: And it is the American dream, isn't it? Home ownership. It is, has it is. Been for generations.
0: It continues to be that way. Yes.
1: Yeah, And it is a way to build wealth. If you can get into the market when there is appreciation, that's. That works for the people who have the properties, not for the people who don't. And rents have gone through the roof as well, right, Brenda? Even
0: they renting. have. The rents have gone through the roof, um, although wages have not kept in line with mm-hmm. the cost of living. We're seeing um, another trend is that the cost of living has outpaced what um, workers are earning these days. And so you can no longer have that ideal of you know, one person um, household income. Everybody oh, yeah. has to Roll up their sleeves and, and go out there and secure some type of employment, whether it's to contribute to the general household or for them to get, you know, individual desires and, and things that they want, not necessarily that they need.
1: Yeah, and then getting into the house is part of the challenge, but then being able to budget, to pay the mortgage, the taxes, the utilities, that's also a challenge, I would think. That maybe something and, you're helping with.
0: Oh, definitely. And the maintenance, um, because um, one of the things that is really important to understand is once our families become homeowners, there's also the maintenance issue, making sure that they understand that there's little things that need to be taken care of. Make sure that you clean your your grates, you know, behind the the refrigerator, for example or um, clean out the washout or change your light bulbs. And so all of those things can also add up, but they certainly become the owner's responsibility as opposed to being a tenant where you call the landlord and they mm-hmm. take care of everything. When you become a homeowner, um, some of the, some of the um, educational resources that we provide include addressing what happens post-purchase. What is it that you need to do? You have landscape in some cases, um, maybe you need to upgrade your plumbing. Um, there's, there's a lot of stock in, in certain areas where um, plumbing becomes an issue. And if you don't have a line item budget for that uh, maintenance on your new property, that might become a problem. And so those are some of the things that we want to help prevent and educate the public about so that they, they are better prepared than someone who doesn't receive post-purchase education.
1: So, if someone would like to learn more about your organization or connect with you, how would you suggest they do that, Brenda?
0: They can do it a number of different ways. They can go to our website at www.affordable housing.org. They can follow us on Facebook. And we also have an Instagram account where you can see some of our latest um, activities. Sometimes we um, we post our new partnerships with lenders, our grants that were awarded and special events that we have, such as our um, our signature um, Orange County Community Reinvestment Forum that takes place the second Thursday in August. um, Most years Um, this year, our um, theme is expanding affordable homeownership in Orange County. And so we're really excited um, to put this um, to put this forum on. For the public, everybody is welcome to attend. I encourage um, developers to come. I encourage small business HR to join us so that they can learn what's available to their employees. Um, And you can call me directly as well. I'm on the the webpage, Um, you can call any of our staff. We have our emails and our phone lines always available to answer questions Monday through Friday. Um, And we're always happy to take your calls because we know how important housing is, um, that it's that it helps you become more stable and invested. And we're really here to help serve our community.
1: And thank you for doing that. And I appreciate the fact that you were willing to spend a little bit of time telling your story and sharing your organization with the critical mass business community. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Rick. It's It's been a pleasure and and an honor to, to be a part of your show. I know this is your over 1100th show. And so it's really neat to, to have this opportunity to be here with you and with everybody that's, that's online watching us today.
1: I'd like to thank that audience. You're a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. If you're here in Orange County and you're a nonprofit leader or you're an entrepreneur with a story to tell, and you'd like to be a future guest on our program, then feel free to reach out to me. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. That's on LinkedIn. Coincidentally, that's also our website, rickfranzi.com. And uh, we'll be happy to talk with you. Between Haley or myself, we'll figure out how to get you on the show so that you can also share your story. Until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. (music)